What is going on, everybody? It's Twan, um, or Antoine Song, or for short. Um, and yeah, welcome back. Um, today's episode. Well, first off, for my podcast listeners, welcome back to Two Inches. Is enough? You feel me? But for the people on YouTube, welcome back to my channel. You feel me? Um, today we're gonna be talking about something very simple: the man, the myth, the legend. To some, <laughs> Playboy Cardi. Now, Playboy Cardi. Oh, okay. At first, I never was a big fan of Cardi. I was always like, the guy was like, that nigga sucks. He's not a rapper. This, that, and the third. And da 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 da. And whoop de whoop de woo. And this, that, and the third. But, like, I can't really. I don't know, bro. He's grown on me. Real talk. Like, he's grown on me. The hating, I, I gotta stop hating on Playboy Cardi. Because, um. He's actually good. Like, I can't. And I think just like I was talking about the Rigo Bear thing. I think it depends on in what way you define or you look at Cardi as a whole. But just the artist, he's good. And then just as somebody who makes music, he's good. Like it's when people try to get literal and be like, "Oh, rapper, he's a, he's a really good rapper," which he is, quote unquote, still a rapper. But it's a different type of of rap. You feel me? Like um, it's the same type of rap. Like how do you want to say Uzi? Cause Uzi got Uzi can rap, bro. Cardi don't. Be saying much, but the stuff he says is catchy enough to the point where you're like, okay, I can dance to this, I can listen to this, and, and it won't. And I'm not gonna be. I'm not thinking about you. Like you, like just like Yeet. My friend was laughing the other day because I was laughing at the fact I don't like. I don't like Yeet personally. Like I, I don't think he sounds good. But my friends love him, and so they're like, <laughs> I made a comment. I was like, bro, I'm like, he's worse than like Cardi when it comes to like no lyrics. And they're like, yeah, I'll, I hate Yeet too if I listen to him for lyrics. And they're not, they're not wrong. Like I don't listen to Yeet for lyrics. Literally, they're playing or whatever. But like, even the way Yeet sounds is just not appealing to me. But Cardi, this is the thing about Cardi. I was the same way with Cardi when I first heard him. So let, let's start. So first, my real first time really listening to Cardi was um him and Uzi. Him and Uzi had a song together. Was it Love Right? So much I saw on my record. I'm a pop star. Born well, born God. Oh my God. Yeah, it was Left Right. It was Left Right. It was Left Right. I heard I heard Left Right with him and Uzi and the videos them them two like sitting on top of a car and shit. And it was like crazy as hell, just like, like watching it, and like seeing it. I'm like, oh my god, mind you, I'm like young. I'm like a little kid, it's like the middle school days. I'm like, this is crazy. And I had just like got put on to Uzi in a sense too. So I'm like, man, my favorite rapper is cool with this dude. And da da da. So I'm trying to listen to his music. So then, after that, we transitioned. I hear Broke Boy, Bro Boy, Bro Boy, Bro Boy. Why should I keep jigging all these Bro Boys? So I'm like, okay, this Bro Boy Cardi guy's not. He's not bad for real. Then um, I'm pretty sure he had a song with like, yeah, 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 yeah. Him and Kodak and Rusty Kid drop plug, and that's when I was like, okay, I like Cardi. This is cool. I can, I can, I can get behind this. Like, Playboy Cardi can actually, he's actually good at his job. He can, he can rap a little. He's not like rapping, rapping. You know? Like this is when the mumble rap thing was was a big thing. The term or whatever was big. So I was like, okay, I like this dude. Like, this is alright. But then Cardi's like, <sighs> Cardi started focusing, and I, and I used to be like, Cardi got lazy, and I don't even think that's the case. Playboy Cardi started 
not only experimenting, but not as so focusing on the lyrics within his rap or his flow, but more so the way he sounds, the overall production of his music as, as a whole. Instead of just, you know, man, his bars are crazy. Like, his lyrics are ridiculous. Like, he started figuring out and started working on the things that, like, sound appealing to people in the ear besides just the fucking lyrics. Because there's a lot of rappers that I like that I don't listen to often because they don't sound. There's the, the, the sound of them does, isn't appealing. <laughs> like, Pusha T. Pusha T can rap. And he, he can, like, really rap, like, really good, too. His lyrics are crazy. He's a really good rapper. But the sound of Push's voice sometimes gets a little irritating. I can't listen to it too much, or I get irritated. And I know this is ironic how I'm talking about Cardi, but let, this, let me explain. Let me explain. But Push, his voice is, like, kind of irritating in a sense to me. It's not, I can't listen to it too much. Um, Who else is like that? Same reason I was talking about Yeet earlier. Yeet in the auto-tune, the way his voice sounds, just doesn't sound appealing to me. So Cardi has, Cardi kind of morphed his, like, sound into something that was so playful and, like, not hard on the ears type thing. Like he spent a lot of time working on that type of shit. And so while, while to me, and a lot of other people, it's just him. Like he just sucks at making like lyrics and da 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 da. In all actuality, Cardi just spends more time working on the overall production and sound of everything rather than the lyrics themselves. Because at this day age, lyrics aren't meaningful as well. So it's like you don't have to have crazy lyrics to make a really good rap song no more. Like it's not it's not like the nineties or the early that even the early two thousands they were made. Little John made a whole career off of just Yeah, like just hype music. So it's like I can't be mad at Cardi and, and old heads can't be either. Like you can't be mad at Cardi but then like respect Lil John type shit. Like that like it's always been people who defy sound and they rap. Or even if you wanna take a look at the vice versa of this and you say Bismarck somebody else. Now, was his career as illustrious as some of the people I've named? No. But, Bismarck is a good example of somebody who, you know, didn't sound appealing, but for some reason it sounded like it was a, it, it was like, people got used to it almost. And so that's what I'm saying with um, Cardi in a sense. Like, while his lyrics aren't the most, uh, no, they're not like anything at all. The way he sounds with the beat is always crazy and amazing. And so it took me a while to realize that. And then he also made a very, uh, another type of music. And this is the thing. And this is why he's crazy because his variety is so crazy. But he also started doing the other, like, I want to say lucky, young, nudie type of sound. Not exactly like that, but it's like that sound of, like, I'm on drugs. And you can hear that I'm on drugs. And that kind of, once again, Cardi's really good at picking up on what's the, not wave, but he's really good at tapping into what, like, the younger fans and audience are starting to get into. Because he's young himself, technically speaking. Well, maybe not as young as he used to be back when he first started doing it, but he's real good at realizing, like, what's not hip or, or, or what's, like, what's trending at that point in time. He's really good at picking up on what people, like, really bite into or, like, are really into type shit. And he goes into that and forms his music into that type of sound. So, like, his first project, um, I'm pretty sure it's just called, like, Playboy. It's literally called Playboy Cardi. I'm pretty sure. I can look it up real quick, though. But his first album, let me see. Play, yeah, it's literally called Playboy Cardi. It, it has that, and I don't know about his mixtapes. I'm not that big of a Cardi fan. I don't know about all his earlier mixtapes and shit like that. But... His first album, like, studio album, like, one that's on the streaming services and shit like that. I don't know about all that shit. And 
it sounded like that Lucky, not as grimy and dark as Lucky, well, old Lucky was, but it sounded like that Lucky, um, nudie type of sound, where it's like, yeah, you can tell, like, I'm on, I'm on something, I'm on some type, some type of drug. Like, you have songs like Location, Number 9, and those are just songs that are like, man, either it's, it feel like I'm floating right now off of, like, some weed, or I just popped a perk and I'm, like, dancing and shit, and it, not literally, because perks were popular back then, of course, but that's the type of feel his music had. It had that drug-induced sound that everybody loved. And, and it also had a good mix of all of it. Like, it had the various, it had the various feelings of, of being on drugs. In a sense. This is just my opinion. Though. This is how I feel when I, when I was listening to it. Like, I went back to re-listen to it. Certain songs on there just give you vibes of like, man, fuck it. <laughs> like, let's look at take a listen to track list real quick. It's not gonna be long, just real, real fast. Let's look at the track list. You have location. Location is one of those songs where it's like, man, what the fuck is going on? I'm hot. <laughs> That's what that song makes me feel like. Half it has another song. Then you have the, uh, of course, the classics, Magnolia and Woke Up Like This, that are just good, fun, fun rock, like rocking out songs, which is. Oh, once again, was appealing back then because his fan base was young kid, like younger kids, like my age. Like, you feel me? People were jamming out to this. I said jamming. Oh, I'm getting old. People were just like listening to this shit, like getting hyped to it because it's just he won't. He wasn't never really saying shit, and it wasn't as bad as he is now with the not saying shit. But you can really like get lit to this Cardi type shit, and so it's like I can't. His sound is so diverse that he can switch it up from that. He can go from that rock star party lifestyle type sound back to the drug type sound and then the various levels of the drug type sound and then he can do the other shit. So then you have the other songs on here like um, New Chopper with ASAP Rocky, which was a nice mix of Rocky. Rocky, I mean, Rocky killed that verse, but Cardi didn't do it too bad, you know what I mean? It showed his rapping a little bit. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, this... He wasn't as done... He still was, like, trying to rap a little bit. Like, that's the one thing about I noticed about this album. It's not like... Uh, he, it's not like Cardi just wasn't rapping. Like, New Chopper, Cardi raps a little bit. Like, it's not crazy, obviously. He woke up like this. Cardi raps a little bit. Like, he still was putting some sort of effort into his lyrics, of course, and shit like that. So, that's why I'm like, I can't really be mad at him. But then you have a bunch of other songs when he was starting to get into that. Okay. The lyrics don't matter, but you hear how this shit sounds, nigga. The production is crazy. I know you like it, type shit. Like, you can't stop your head from bobbing, type shit. And so he just kept... And that's why people like Lil Pump and... You know, I, I will never put Cardi the same breath as those guys. Because the effort Cardi puts into his music is still there. And that's the first thing I, I don't... That's the first mistake I made when I started slandering Cardi. I kept calling him lazy. He just sees the money coming in, and that's why he's doing what he's doing. But then I realized the variety of sound Cardi had provided throughout his career with only, but then only really three albums. It's kind of crazy. Because then you take a look at his, his next studio album. Ah, that's horrible grammar. <laughs> then you take a look at his next studio album, Dialit. And bro, Cardi's going crazy on Dialit. Like, it's not like he's just bullshitting, you feel me? Like, he's doing, like, the sound on Dialit is, like, crazy. Like, it's that, it's literally. It's not a whole lot of red that rock started. He has he didn't hit that. It's like he's evolving into it. So it's more of that. I'm angry in the club type music. You know, you got your flat there freestyles. You got your um, the what's that? Poke poke it out with Nicki Minaj or something. It was some it was some shit like that. It was like that. Poke it out. Uh, like this is the 
this album had all the 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 that that party vibe like man this is hard even the fellow love song with Bryson Taylor is it's hard bro Miles with Chief Keith Flatbed Freestyle Shooter with Uzi man like all these songs even Love Hurts is kind of decent with Travis Scott even though the sound on there is just different but it's decent and that's what I'm saying Cardi did a really good time good job like <sighs> capturing that party sound and at first you start the album off and it's you start with a long time intro, it's probably like my favorite song going there. But it's the most it's the most it's the saddest and most probably mellow song on the album. But after you get past that part, it's almost like Cardi's like I don't know. It's like him almost like reminiscing on the old times type shit. And, and I don't know, this sounds crazy because it's a Playboy Cardi album. So you're not thinking of meeting, but I'm just kinda thinking about it. It's kind of almost like Cardi's like the whole song on long time intro. This is the intro, by the way. Is this him saying, no capping down, I ain't go to class. I ain't die before I come in less. I ain't feel like this in a long time. I think it's really just Cardi, like, saying, like, man, you know, I used to have, like, bad feelings. It's been a really long time. I've, I've been feeling shitty for a while. It's been a long time since I felt this good. And so when he transitions into it, the album is just bang. Like, it's just, it's just party music type shit. You have your few songs where it's not as partyish or upbeat. But majority of the album is just Cardi just having fun and having a good time. Like you were at an actual party. It, it's just always, it's, it's interesting to see the perspective, I guess. So then, you have that party sound. We just transitioned from that drug sound and that whoopy young, just having fun sound into that rock, rock star punk. Like not punk yet, but like that, like that you know... It's a line. Like, we're not metal. <laughs> like, we're not in the metal, like, punk rock emo stage yet. But we're, like, in the, you know... No, Nirvana's pretty... I mean, Nirvana... I guess you could say Nirvana. Like, Nirvana is type... Uh, I won't even say them. I'll say, like, that... Like, um... Simple Plan. Green Day. Like, those type of bands type vibe with this. This is that type of sound. Like, it's not emo. Fuck the world. Like, this is like school is out, let's rock type, like, type of uh, vibe type shit. You feeling like school just let out, summertime, grab a guitar and start, like, partying, mixed in with that hip-hop, of course, party vibe as well. It's a good mix of sound, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just, like, that one sound. And so then we transition into... <laughs> Pull out a rib. Pull out a rib. Okay. Now, this is the part where I really was trying to stand on the whole Cardi's ass until I recently, like, went back and listened to him and, like, really put some thought into his music type shit, which is hard to do. But the one thing, this is when I realized, okay, Cardi is done with the lyrics. He's done with those. He might say a line or two that hits that, like, it's good. Like, it's good repetition. Like, it gets catchy. He's going to make some catchy lines, which people are sleeping on him in that, too. He's really good at making, like, catchy lines, like... Catchy little bar that that stick to your brain and you're like you're walking around the house. I'm thinking about dying my hair red, looking like a pint of red, like you know, like little catchy lines. And then even on a whole lot of red, you know, once again the lyrics are crazy. Cardi sometimes, and this is the part where Cardi sometimes, and I give people this, and this is just kind of going back to the point I made earlier. The way he sounds can be annoying at times. It can ruin very good songs. But here's the... <laughs> but see, here's the thing. 
when he does the, the, that different voice thing and it hits, oh, it really hits. Now, when he misses, he misses. It's a fucking air ball. But when he hits, he slam dunking that bitch, windmill, arming around, Vince Carter type shit. So, like, songs like Vamp Anthem, Rockstar May, Go to the Moon, uh, Jump Out the House, New Tank, even uh, Punk Monk, Sky, I Love You, I Hate You, Feel Like Dying. Like, so when he met, hits on those songs like those, it's it's the best thing. Like, Sky is, like, one of my favorite songs of all time, I think. Like, it, it's a, like, when Cardi hits, Cardi hits, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. As much as I say, like, you would say this nigga's not skilled lyrically or whatever the case may be. Playboy Cardi is, like, almost a breath of fresh air for rap. So then you have the Cochise-ass niggas, the Luckies, the, the Young Nudies. Those niggas are are, are a breath of fresh Even Yeet. I'll give it to Yeet. As much as I don't like him, I'm going to admit it. At some point, I'm probably going to like the Yeet. Once I get accustomed to hearing his voice, and I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. Because Yeet production is crazy. Even Yeet's, like, sound and style isn't horrible. It's just his voice I don't like that much. And that's the same shit that was going on with Cardi. So the, those niggas are, like, a breath of fresh air for rap. Because, of course, we all love our Kanye's. We love our um, Black Thoughts, our um, our Commons, our, um, even currently our clothes, our Kendricks. Um, who else is in there? Corday. Like, we love those guys. But, like, Sometimes you don't want to hear about the struggle of oppression of black people. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to hear about the government fucking us over our money. Sometimes you don't want to hear about the, the rippity rap of the world. You know, sometimes you just want to have fun and have a good time. And Playboy Cardi makes really good music in that type of category. Just to cut on and have a good time. Like, every time I play with Cardi song, even when I used to hate on this nigga. If a Playboy Cardi song came on, I'd start smiling. Even if I was laughing at it. It brought joy to me. And that's one thing I can say about Cardi. Even Uzi, I guess, too. You could throw him in there. Like, the guys who are, quote-unquote, not, like, real lyrical rappers. One thing they do got down in their bag, for sure, for sure, is that when you cut their fucking music on, guess what? You're going to have a fucking good time. It don't matter where you are. It don't matter what's going on. You're going to start smiling, bobbing your head, and having a great time. I think Uzi even said that in one of his interviews. He said, I make feel-good music. Like, you cut that shit on, no matter what I'm saying on it, you start liking it. And I really feel that type of vibe from Cardi and Uzi. So I really can't respect and like Playboy Cardi. To see the, the evolution of Cardi and this, his sound and the various ways he's able to be able to capture different sounds and produce them out to people. Aside from his lyrics, I give him his credit. Because a lot of people don't know, Playboy Cardi does a little bit of production too. I'm not going to say he does all of it, but he does production. He works on the sound. He's just in the studio and hears himself like, nah, pitch it up a little bit higher. Or does various things to make sure that his shit sounds the way he needs it to sound. Of course, he's worked with some great producers like Pierre Bourne, Kanye, um, and a few others. But, you feel me? I'm not I'm not taking away from Cardi. Because even me and my friends, like my homie Colin, he's real big on this. He's like, man, Cardi's not good. His, his producers are good. And even I was saying this at a point in time. I was saying, I'm like, yeah. But now that I think about it, I found out that he's like, I've watched like, like a little YouTube video of him in the studio doing whatever it is he's doing. And it's not like Cardi's just sitting there, he gets a beat and he does that, and he raps on it. Like Cardi's in there with the producer, working on him with the beat, talking to him about it, whatever. They're, they're pitching the sound and doing all this other shit. Like, they're doing stuff literally. It's not like he's just not doing anything. Like, he has influence on the production. He has influence everywhere, on every aspect of his song, basically. Not just him getting a beat and rapping over it. 
or making noise over it, like people assume. So, this is just like kind of a, a respect Playboy card because I see a lot of them on the internet, but most, most of the time they're kind of just trolling in, in a sense. This is like actually a respectful video of Playboy card. Like, while he's not the most lyrical dude out there, a lot of people aren't. When it comes to sound production and capturing a variety of sound and different sound, hey, Playboy Cardi's is A-OK in my book. You feel me? So, yeah. That's pretty much it, though, man. Once again, it's one of the shorter episodes because the points I need to make pretty much don't have to be drawn out or long or anything like that. I mean, it's 20 minutes still, like around that mark, I guess, but still. You feel me? Just had to get it off my chest. I've seen, um, a lot of people are starting to like Cardi now. And I just kind of want to clear the air, like, on my stance on Play Like Cardi. Because I, I make jokes about it. I'm still going to make jokes about it. Like, nigga don't rap. <laughs> but, you know, I do value and respect Play Like Cardi music. I can officially say that. Like, uh, as I've grown, I, I respect his music. Am I one of the fans, I guess, that are, like, the fake fans, the quote-unquote fake fans that just jumped on the, on the bandwagon? Sure, I guess. Because uh, I showed when Whole Lot Red first came out, I thought it was horrible. I thought it was god-awful. Um... But now I've come to respect it and realize how good it is. So I apologize. Well, I'm not apologizing for that. See, that's stupid. I'm not apologizing. What the fuck? I can, I can, I can change my opinions and values of things after listening to it more and giving it more time. Like, who knows? Maybe in like ten years, I might like Dev Grips and I say hey, their music is fucking shit. Who knows? You feel me? Well, yeah, man. That's pretty much it, though. Um, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay peaceful out there, man. All well, for my podcast listeners. Thank you. This has been Antoine or Twan Song. Thank you for listening to Two Inches Enough and peace. And for all my niggas out there on YouTube, thank you for listening. Y'all stay safe. Like, comment, subscribe. And we out, man. Peace. Uh,